coaches. This is Coach Parker with uh, Coaching Youth Football Tips and Talk Podcast. I'm your host today, also over at coachparker.org. Today, we've got another special episode in the series for Keys to Fun Success and Winning, training for new youth football coaches. We're doing uh, play calling strategies. One of the coaches uh, who recently bought one of the uh, Power Eye books asked me how do uh, I call plays and wanted to understand all about that so uh we'll be talking about that today and before we jump right into it uh which if you can please subscribe to your podcast subscriber uh or service and also subscribe to youtube if you're watching on youtube there that would be great subscribe share comment thumbs up all that good stuff would help me out Appreciate it. Subscribe, please. So let's get right into it. Uh, in 2011, it looks like uh, I wrote an article on this, a three-part series. So you can head over in the blog and take a look at that. I'll try to uh, have that linked up uh, in the description stuff below, in the comments below. But uh, we're going to go to kind of go through fast since we're doing a podcast here. And if you want more of that particular information you can head over to coachparker.org and hit the search button and search on play calling strategy. And I'm sure those uh, will come up and look for the link below. So let's take let's take a look at this. How do I call plays? Now, first off, let me preface this by, I'm a defensive minded coach or clock management minded coach. So we'll preface that there. Uh, but I think there's a couple of ways uh, a couple of strategies that you can go into this to call plays. And let me tell you, uh, calling offense, uh, and we're talking about offense here, not defense. Uh, calling offensive plays, it, it's really tough and it's kind of an art. And you have to get used to doing it, doing it and kind of in a rhythm. You'll hear you know, that on TV with a lot of sportscasters saying this is his first year as a play caller and he's just getting his rhythm and stuff down. So that is true. Trying to jump in and calling plays right off the bat is uh, definitely kind of tough. So let's go that. So I think there's there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can call plays by series of plays. You can call plays kind of finding defensive weaknesses. You can call plays to uh, where uh, the open gap is, where there's no down lineman, or call plays to the green or the bubble you'll hear coaches talk about. You can call plays based on clock management and power. You're just going to run people over because you know you can do that. Uh, and then sometimes you're a small team versus a big defense and you want to do uh, outside plays, misdirections, so you can do that and or you can have scripted plays for your first two or three series or first half and then do a combination of all of these in the second half or basically run what works for your offense kind of thing. So let's go through these kind of in detail now and go back up here to uh, play series. And I'm sure I've left some stuff out. Um, and if I have, leave a comment below or send me an email, contact me anytime. So. Let's just go through play series. Now, I, I am a big play series kind of guy, mainly because I've run some of the double wing stuff where you set up a big play uh, with like two or three plays before that, and you're trying to get the defense to shift 
excuse me, and over pursue or move into a, you know, a pass defense versus run or a sweep defense versus a power defense. So you're trying to do these series of plays either to get a defensive shift, an over pursuit, uh, or a, a player to have poor technique. And so you're looking for that in this series of plays to set up the defense or a player to make a mistake and you run the series. And uh, the wing T is really big on it. I know after doing a lot of research this year, uh, the double wing is big on it. I have a series of plays that I run with the beast offense, which I'll run two tank plays and then a uh, wedge back to a tank and then maybe a tight end pop pass. So those are that's kind of a series that I like to run. And so you get an idea about that in the speed series or do series in the double wing. You may see me run sweeps, sweeps, sweeps and then a fullback dive. Uh, and then I'll hit you with the reverse or a counter. And that's kind of a double wing thing. And so that's what series is. You're going to use three or five plays to set up series to get the defense or a player or something for that to shift or not be working. And you'll take advantage of that. Uh, the other thing is uh, you're going to run to and call plays based on the weaknesses. And hopefully you've scouted your opponent. So you're going to run to the, to the defense's weaknesses. And what are some of those? Well, they may have a defensive uh, nose guard that really isn't that great, so you can wedge on them all day. Maybe they've got minimum play players at the two corners, so you can sweep all day. And maybe a linebacker who in a 5-3 doesn't fill very well the hole coming at him, so you run isos in the C-gap on a 5-3 defense all day because that linebacker doesn't want to take on the blocker and he basically runs away. So those are some weaknesses there. You may get a formation or a scheme weakness, like a 335 defense is really kind of bad against like a wishbone or power eye. And I've seen that at some of my older son's high school games where the uh, uh, our defense actually is running a 335 and the opponent's offense will come in in a power offense and shred the defense. So that's where you can kind of get some formation and schemes, weaknesses. You can see how that would be. I, I really think a 5-3 is weak in the youth football, uh, especially at 9, 10 below. The C gap, I like to take advantage of that and even in the wing dog gap there uh, in those two particular gaps for a 5-3. Uh, the 6-2 can also be kind of touchy in the B-gap. Uh, another weakness is, is maybe you've got one of their players, and this can be a formation scheme thing, team. Maybe their their defensive end, he doesn't play contain very well, and he, he uh, crashes, uh, and then their cornerback is too deep. Well, that's a technique or a scheme thing, and that's a, a weakness that you can uh, take advantage of. The other thing is maybe the defender reacts and they over pursue to a certain play uh, and you can use that as uh, and find that weakness either before the game in scouting or during the game. You'll see that maybe the tackle who is supposed to be filling the C or B gap, he just basically washes down to the A every time because 
He doesn't want to take on the blockers. And I've seen that a lot too. So those are some defense weaknesses in players and scheme and formation, maybe technique that you found in scouting. And so you're going to call plays that takes advantage of those known weaknesses in the defense that you've seen from maybe scouting or maybe a previous scrimmage you've done or heard about. Uh, the other thing that you can do, and I, I really like doing this, and uh, it's really kind of a scheme thing, but you'll see it because people blitz or not blitz or whatever. But I like to call plays to the bubbles, and you, you may see an article or in some of my books about this. And a bubble is basically an open gap where there's no down linemen. So you may get a big C, sometimes a big gap between B and C with the tackle and the guard or the D end, and they may be a, a gap and a half there. And when you start seeing that, you know, I personally run like to run ISOs because I'm a power guy right down that gut uh, of that open bubble and just continue to take advantage of that. 5-3, uh, I think you see it in the C, 6-2 in the B, 4-4, four, four, you definitely have it in the dog gap because that linebacker's backed off and the D tackle or whatever you call him is probably over the, the our offensive tackle. So that guard, that, that off tackle dog D gap between the wings sometimes there is really good at a 4-4, especially if if you've got a sweep and then the quarterback hits that and kind of thing. So there's all that there. So run to your open gaps, run to the open bubbles, see those. I like to teach uh, our tailback and quarterback to see those open bubbles uh, at older teams and make those adjustments on the fly because I can't see that from the sideline. I may have called something else. And they can usually call a bubble. And you'll see that. And I talk about that a lot in my pie formation, which is my variation of power I, and my cake, also known as fat formation. Uh, we will play that bubble game quite a bit there. So uh, check that out. Uh, the other way you can call play calling, and I've used this a lot and won a Super Bowl about three years uh, because of it ago, uh, we ran a lot of uh, clock management called play calling. And it was a lot of power, but you don't have to necessarily run power, but you, you want to control the clock because maybe you're playing a high scoring team that runs uh, their offense really fast. Uh, they've got studs and they score a lot of points. Well, you don't want to put them back on the field quickly. So that's the time that you're going to maybe run a power scheme and a clock management scheme uh, in your play calling to slow down uh, their offense by not letting them on the field. Uh, we've had several games where we played against teams like this where we've held the ball like a quarter and a half. But many times a whole quarter, we'll just, you know, eight to ten minutes, we can hold on to the ball. So that's a strategy there that you can use against a particular team that is a high scoring team. Uh, the other way that is your strategy is maybe you're a small offense and you know the opponent you're going to play is a really big defense and they're really good at stopping power and stuff up the middle. Uh, that is basically, you know, kind of direct power. Well, you don't want to be running power at a huge defense. So you're going to try to do sweeps and stretches and maybe little pop passes. Um, 
and then maybe some misdirection because maybe their backs over pursue. Maybe you try to run a trap or two, especially if their big linemen are coming way up field, or you can run some kind of uh, in out cutbacks underneath those big linemen uh, penetrating like a wing back uh, gut counter or two four uh, hole gut counter there where you get all those guys coming up and then you can have that wing back kind of cut up underneath them there. So those are some things uh, that you can do there. The other thing is a lot of coaches, and I do this especially earlier in the season, is I will script out maybe my first two or three series or my first quarter. And I'm trying to see, uh, maybe even the first half, I'm trying to see what works against this particular team. And then in the second half or in the second quarter or third quarter, I will have a sheet that tells me these four or five plays are working. This other stuff isn't. So you can kind of basically run what works for you kind of thing. And that may be your overall strategy anyway, is run what works. I think another one that works, especially if you've got the stud of the league, I'm not sure your play calling strategy other than give it to your stud because you know that works has to be any more complicated than that. A lot of times, and I will tell you this because I, if you've read, you know, my playbooks are all like 300 pages. Uh, I like to give you everything and maybe I overcomplicate some stuff, but I, I kind of, you know, want things to be, you know, complicated sometimes when really in the end of the day if a five hole iso is working and getting you five to six yards on every play keep running that five hole iso i learned that about 10 years ago in a super bowl where we ran to the five hole just two i think it was two different plays a beast tank play there and an iso play there and we ran that five hole play down the field for a touchdown about 70 yards. And that's all we did because we found out one, that's the bubble in that particular defense. And two, that linebacker did not want to touch uh, either one of our uh, blocking backs or the running backs. And so we just marched down the field and I learned that day, hey, you know, yeah, it's really simple to do that and it's not very fun sometimes and it doesn't look great for the fans but you know that touchdown and that win which we won that super bowl uh, is so nice it's a nice feeling so don't try to overcomplicate what's working for you and your offense by trying to put in some play calling strategy just because you want to get you know you've got uh Sammy Stud and a couple of Johnnies in the backfield and you're trying to move that ball around so Johnny's mom and Johnny Two's dad don't get mad but you're not really moving the ball well and you know you can give it to Sammy Stud and score you know give it to Sammy Stud score your two or three touchdowns get two touchdowns ahead at least and then start moving the ball around with the other backs but don't overcomplicate. you know I've got to run, uh, you know, this uh, wing T reverse and crisscross, and I got to look good as a coach. If your, uh, you know, straight dives are working. I mean, a lot of times what we'll do is we've always got the beast stuff for our short yardage, even at older ages, we have it in. And if we're going up against a team that we know we can just beast all day, 
and get ahead, we, we really aren't gonna pull out too much because it's simple, it's effective, it works. We can score, we're not turning the ball over and we can get more people in and run some stuff. So, and then once we get ahead in the second half and maybe we've hit the 30 mercy rule where the clock just, excuse me, keeps running, we can do a lot of other stuff and then we'll start to practice. But, you know, really on your play calling, don't don't try to get that overcomplicated and uh, make sure you're giving it to your studs. So uh, those are some play calling strategies there. Now the article in the series over on coachparker.org has got a lot of lot more stuff and a little bit more detailed than what I went over today and gets into some more stuff. So you can go check that out. But uh, that's really all I've got today on play calling. So you've got a play series Whatever the defense's weaknesses are, call to that. Call plays to open bubbles if you see them. Uh, call plays if you're trying to manage the clock and you just want to run power. Uh, call plays based on your talent. If you've got to run sweeps, misdirection, traps. If you're small, they're big. If the defense is small, you can run power. Or maybe you're scripting some plays the first part of the season and just trying to see what plays really work for you overall as you're going into the season. I'm sure I've left some stuff out. It's almost 20 minutes, so I need to cut this off soon. Uh, leave me some comments if I did. Uh, email me and all that good stuff. So remember that coaching youth football is hard. Uh, it's a learned skill, takes time. It's like herding cats. Parents are crazy. There's always league and team politics. There's great opposing coaches that are trying to beat you. Just remember that. Maybe you didn't get lucky and get those two studs on your team, and it takes a lot of time. So remember, if you're having a tough season, keep coaching them up, keep learning, keep doing, keep going forward, do what's right for the kids, teach fundamentals, blocking and tackling. Do not forget your linemen, and always remember special teams. But youth football is hard. Coaching youth football is hard, so uh, hang in there. It'll be fine. Uh, look, you're not at work probably, so uh, that's a lot more fun. Hey, if you'd like to support me uh, monetarily, uh, you like what I'm doing, or you need a new playbook or need some new drills, head over to my playbook store over at coachparker.org. You know, I've had the beast, uh, the 16 multi-8 defense and Wildcat for a long time. Uh, this year, I'm writing uh, the selected youth plays on all the top youth football formations. So got a lot of new playbooks over there. Power Eye, Double Wing, Wishbone, Eye Formation, Single Wing. There's a Wing T draft coming out that's out. You can buy it. The finalize is coming. There's a blocking book, drills, and all that good stuff. Head over there. And if you're not ready to do any of that, you can help me out by just subscribing to your podcast service or YouTube, uh, comment, like, share, all that good stuff. Hey, again, this is uh, Coach Parker with CoachParker.org and Youth Football Coaching Tips and Talk Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, as always, remember to play for fun and winning is funner. I'll see you guys next time. Ciao.